Ladies, the Sultan of Salary. Money, please. Our very own sports financial guru. When athletes get paid, he's our go-to guy. I felt he's taking rich. He's Mike Gennetti from SpotRack.com. The money maven, the man that knows all things. He is Mike Janitti of SpotRack.com, and he is joining us right now on In the Zone. My man, Mike, it's been far too long. How you doing today, sir? Doing well. Happy Thanksgiving, sir. Thanks. I appreciate it, man. How was your holiday? Did you eat all the food? Uh, big holiday, big snowstorm right now in Buffalo. So it's uh, really? things on track, and as it should be, life is uh, life is as it should be in Western New York right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's a standard November in in New York, in Upper New York. Got it. That's right. All right, so let's get started talking some of this money. I was on SpotRack.com the other day, and I was reading through some of the things that you guys have posted, and I saw this article. I don't know if you and Kravitz got a chance to talk about this previously, but you were talking about the NFL quarterbacks and their contracts and where they stood based on their contracts, um, these massive QB contracts that have come through recently. And so a few of these NFL QBs I'm noticing are not living up to their shiny new contracts. If you had to make a call... Whose contract would you want to suddenly restructure after their play so far this season? Well, I mean, Daniel Jones is is a given, right? That's, yeah, automatic. That's the softball answer. We knew that when they gave him the contract. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing it just to do it, right? Derek Carr's got to be the answer here. I think that one, uh, you know, they're getting exactly the same player that left Las Vegas, and, and yeah. Vegas essentially benched him on less money. So this is more money and the same Derek Carr and I think the Saints would love to be to be doing something different this year and next year, but he's locked in. He's locked in for all next year. So I think they're just gonna have to ride this thing out and get slightly above average play out of their quarterback spot and make everything else work around it. Yeah, Derek Carr is definitely one of them. Another one that I was looking at that I kinda would now he's he, he got hurt, so I don't know if it counts, but definitely I'd put Deshaun Watson on that list. I don't think he's delivered anywhere near what his contract was was supposed to cause for him to deliver in the time that he's been in uh, in in Cleveland. See, I can't even say the name of the city. It's so disgusting. In Cleveland. <laughs> Another one, to be honest with you, I would say is Justin Herbert. He, The golden boy has not delivered on what he was expected to deliver on for the Chargers. Yeah, I'll push back a little bit. I, I still like the player quite a bit, and... and I think there's a lot. There's obviously a lot of time to get to where he has to be, right? There's five more years. Yeah, that's true. He's on this thing. So, the, the 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 knock that I had with this contract happening when it happened is we saw this coming. This this iteration of the Chargers is basically done. Uh, you know, yeah. Keenan Allen might move on. Austin Eckler is definitely moving on. Mike Williams is definitely moving on. Uh, and there's four or five other names. Khalil Mack may have to move off this roster after 2023. So significant change. Probably the whole coaching staff. Significant change is coming. <laughs> amidst year one, year two of this Herbert contract. So I think we just have to pause and say, look, well, let's get some fresh faces in here, maybe a better offensive coordinator, and see what this kid can be with, with younger, cheaper, faster, because I think this aging out process had to happen before we can see the real Justin Herbert. What do you think, just going off of what you were just saying there, what do you think about how the NFL is set up now 
from this standpoint of you get the rookie superstar quarterback, you pay him what you pay him as a rookie, you know, and then you give everybody else as much money as you possibly can to win as much as you can on this rookie contract, and then coming out of that rookie contract, you got to start making decisions. Is this a model that we can keep following, or do you feel like the NFL's got to switch that up at some point in time? I don't, I don't think every team's going to follow it. You know, I think there's going to be certain teams that just continue to go back to that well and try to find lightning in a bottle. And I don't blame them because, uh, you know, it's a, what is a 35% hit rate out of the draft. Yeah, That's not, not great, bad. but, but you know, it's not great. But when you hit, it is incredible, right? Like the Brock Purdy stuff, nobody's probably going to do that for the next decade, right? Hit find right. A, an absolute minimum seventh round contract and be able to have fool's gold around him. But if you can get a fourth rounder, right? The Dak Prescott stuff, the Kirk Cousins stuff, that's, that's good enough to be unbelievable value for three to four years. Um, so is the Mahomes model sustainable? Is the Herbert model sustainable? Not for everybody, but when you find those three or four players, right, there's four or five or six, maybe six quarterbacks right now that are worthy of that, you're just going to have to deal with it for three to four years, and there's going to be pain, as we're seeing here in Buffalo, right? There's going to be a lot of change yeah. because they've had to go all in around Josh Allen, and they went all in for Josh Allen. So it's just not going to be sustainable for too long, but you want to say two, three years, I think every team in the league can do that at least. Yeah. So we're seeing a lot of transactions and waivers in the NFL right now. Jason Pierre-Paul is signing with uh, – is signing with – who's he signing with? I don't know. Miami, where, right? Yeah, he's signing with the Dolphins. Jason Pierre-Paul signing with the Dolphins. Marcus Peters get waived by the Raiders. Who's going to pick up Marcus Peters? He feels like the kind of guy who's going to ask more money, ask for more money than he's really worth, and end up not being picked up by anybody. I don't know, right? Marlon Humphrey's been banged up. Why did he just go back to Baltimore? Maybe the best team in football. <laughs> I, I think I think that probably makes logical sense, and he may have asked for out of Vegas because that exact conversation was happening behind the scenes. But, yeah, there's a bunch of teams that need some depth deposition right now. Um, look, you know, Shaquille Leonard's going to get picked up here in the next 24 hours by one of the contenders. Uh, it's that time of year, and, you know, with the trade deadline pass, you have to get creative with how you add some depth down the stretch. That was one of the questions I was going to ask is, who do you think is the next person, next marquee name that's been sitting on the sidelines that we've been waiting for that's going to get picked up as we move into this? Now we got to try to make the playoffs push. Stuff to tell. You know, generally what you're getting here is, is third to fourth, you know, person on the depth chart type, yeah. type talent right now. You know, Shaquille Leonard, I mentioned, if he, if he drops into, into the Dallas Cowboys defense right now, uh, and he's got to stand next to Micah Parsons, that's obviously a situation where he's going to be successful. I don't think he's a standalone number one linebacker in the league anymore, as you saw in Indianapolis. But uh, it's tough to tell who's going to fall off rosters here. This Marcus Peters stuff is going to happen every week because teams are trying to shed a little bit of cash down the stretch here, and uh, this is the perfect way to do it. So, you know, you, you want to scour the bottom of the standings and find a couple of aged out expiring contracts, and those are the players you, you want to be identifying right now. Everything you want to know about transaction and money is on SpotRack.com. I was scrolling through the transactions wire on SpotRack, and I'm seeing all of these NFL fines that get levied. How much money does the NFL collect from finding their own players? It felt like I was looking at, you know how people say, you know, oh, the police have a quota at the beginning of the month, and they're handing out speeding tickets. That's what I felt like looking at all these fines coming from the NFL, like they were handing out speeding tickets because they were trying to fund the Christmas party or something. It does seem, and, and I've got data for it, and I'll run it at the end of the year, it does seem like it's going to be more this year than we've had in quite a long time. If I, if I run the numbers right now, we're over $4 million in 2023 fines, and that's not including suspensions. That's just those fines that you're talking about for you know a face mask or another yeah. So 
Uh, it's quite a bit. You know, we're only into, you know, that's only through week 10. I don't even have the week 11 fines in. They'll come at the end of this week. So uh, there's eight weeks to go in terms of what we can get to. So, so realistically, we're talking probably six closer to seven million in NFL fines that get sent out to the uh, foundation for the NFL. So crazy, so crazy. All right, shifting gears real quick before I let you go. When do we think we will realistically get an answer on Shohei Otani? Probably around Christmas, uh, maybe longer. I'd love it for, it to, for it to be longer. I'd love for the speculation to be rampant for 30 teams <laughs> to be involved. But uh, I, I think, you know, when it gets down to four teams and the bidding war begins, probably around Christmas, you just got to get to these winter meetings because these guys start bumping elbows. Uh, the discussions really start to happen about bidding, and you know all the agents are there to ha- having these discussions. So, uh, honestly, next week is when things will really start to ramp up with everybody, and obviously that includes Otani. He is the money man, Mike Janetti. You can check him out on SpotRack.com. Everything you need to know about money and transactions and power plays in every sport in the world, you can get it right there at SpotRack.com. Thanks so much, Mike, for joining us, man. Appreciate you. You bet. Thank you. Yep. Tea time around the corner. Don't go nowhere.